everyone. It's Venice, and you are tuned in to the Venice and Friends podcast. And I'm really thrilled for today's conversation because I have a guest. Yay! <laughs> Someone I've actually known for several years and just had the enormous pleasure to work with and seeing this enormous growth. And so today, Melanie is on the podcast. Melanie Blanchard. Hi, Mel. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Affectionately known as Mel for me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Well, it's so great to have you on. And I know I've been really wanting to interview you for a while and um, for numerous reasons. One, you're a fellow small business owner. And yes. I love being able to, you know, hey, follow this person and see what they're up to. Uh, but the other thing is I've just loved seeing your journey. And I've had the, you know, real privilege of being a part of your business journey and making the transition from like really wanting to do something specific to actually doing it. And you've achieved some success in a fairly short amount of time, you know, so I really would like to have that conversation and just share it as a way to inspire other women and maybe even motivate them to go for it. Do it. <laughs> Take the plunge. <laughs> so first of all, um, share with us your name, a little bit about you, you know, what part of the country do you live in and you know, what do you do? Um, so I'm Melanie Blanchard, and I live in New Mexico. I'm in Hobbs, New Mexico, um, which I never thought I would be <laughs> in because <laughs> I'm originally from Louisiana. I'm very much so a Southerner. Um, um, right now, I am a realtor. Um, and so that's that's where I am. <laughs> Yay! And you're also a mama bear. I'm a mom of two teenagers. And... Oh, Lord, help you. <laughs> <laughs> right? And yeah, they are almost adults, so. <laughs> Isn't it kind of wild, like, you know, seeing your kids and you're like, man, they're really almost adults. Whoa. Yes, my son will be 19 this year. So, I mean, it is crazy. I, I just constantly think about when they were kid, little kids again. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was babysitting my grandkids last night and um, I was looking at my grandson. He was playing with some stuff and I was, he's five. And I was like, oh my goodness, I know like I'm going to blink my eye a few times and then he's going to be 17. <laughs> like, I know. Oh, no, Stay little for a, a hot minute, please. And you can just see the maturity in his face from mm. when he was, you know, mm. much smaller. So, yeah. Such a cutie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just am so uh, proud of the job you've done. We've had some conversations, you know, as mothers, and I know you're really intentional and you really just do your best very best in raising your kids. That's so pretty awesome. Good job. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I try the grace of God. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about, you know, um, I, like I said, I really would love for you to share a little about your journey, 
making the transition into, of course, being a realtor, but you know, you also are a small business owner and can you share a oh, wait, before we do that, can you let people know where they can follow you? Cause I always like to do that uh, twice, once in the beginning and once at the end, how do people follow you on social media? So you can find me at um, Melanie, the realtor um, on Facebook and also Instagram. So perfect. Awesome. Okay, cool. Thank you. And you guys, I will put um, Melanie's both links for Instagram and Facebook on the notes for this podcast. Okay, so you can make sure and click uh, the links and follow her journey. There's more to Melanie than just real estate <laughs> or being a realtor. So I, I just have see at some point we might see some other content, but I really enjoy your, your social content on the platforms you're using. So tell us a little bit about your journey and kind of what you did before and how you, you know, just how you made that transition into what you're doing now. Um, so before I worked at a bank and I was <laughs> it's so funny because I was sitting at in a drive through window as a teller at, mm-hmm. at, a, at a very small bank um, local bank and just thinking about thinking over my life and um, and I thought this cannot be it for me mm-hmm. <laughs> and so <laughs> and they had a lot of talk about how um, machines were going to start taking over teller jobs. And mm-hmm. so I had to figure out what was going to be next for me. And so I thought on it. I prayed about it. And I really felt like God put it in my heart to do real estate. Mm-hmm. And from then, there was a position that was about to be open in the mortgage department. And I thought, mm-hmm. man, this is one step closer to what I want to do, which is get mm-hmm. into real estate, it may give me some idea of um, at mm-hmm. least one side of um, of real estate. And so I applied for the job. I got it and, um, and I started mortgages. Um, mm-hmm. And in mortgages, I, you know, one thing that uh, really bummed me out was that you know, after once everything was done, the customer would say, well, I'll see you at the closing table. And it, mm. that just was not true. And so I'd be so mm-hmm. bummed because I didn't get to finish the transition with them. I didn't get to complete it. And mm-hmm. so um, so that was also one of the reasons, too. And then actually on my interview for the mortgage department, the, the supervisor asked me he said have you thought about real estate (laughs) wow (laughs) yeah so and then throughout my um time working in the mortgage department he would always bring up that I needed to be a realtor so he just kind of really pushed me into that Mm -hmm. position um plus you know like I said you know I prayed about it I really believe that God told me that I should be a realtor so mm-hmm. um, anyway um, and of course so through that journey I met you Venice, and then mm-hmm. you coached me and um, I believe that if I had not um, gone through 
um, coaching with you, I this part, a lot of my job wouldn't be done as well as it is because mm-hmm. you have to know one thing about me and that is I am, uh, through coaching, I am a, uh, how do I say that? I'm a recovering mm-hmm. introvert. <laughs> <laughs> And so, and you can't be a realtor as an introvert. (laughs) So, and so because I went through coaching, you know, I was able to get over um, a lot of obstacles uh, when it comes to speaking to people and being in people's space and being able to talk to people. So, um, so it helped me out so much and just changed who I am and a lot of people who see me today wouldn't believe that I um, would be a realtor because I was an introvert. So. Wow, that's so powerful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. And you know, it's so true. I mean, I've seen you grow so so much now. You you know, you, I think part of your um, nature is you're more like thought out. You think things through well, right? Right. But um, I've really seen you just be like, still think things through, but you're in a lot. It's easier for you to take action now um, versus, you know, sometimes like really thinking it through and it can like kind of delay moving forward. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I've definitely seen is you're, you'll get into action and it's a lot easier now, you know? So that's one, um, you know, I think, think that's made a big difference in your what you're up to right yes can you talk a little bit about like you know so like starting your business and going for it and kind of the process you went internally from like okay I think I'm gonna do this to okay I'm doing this to oh my god I actually did this (laughs) (laughs) like what was it like for you (laughs) (laughs) well of course there is a lot of um There's a lot of doubt that comes in your mind whenever you are going to go for something um, that you feel is a huge step. And so there was a lot of fear there. Um, I feel like um, going through coaching, it helped me a lot to get over those feels fears to jump to some of those hurdles. And also just, and I just felt a lot of encouragement from um, mm-hmm. from the Holy Spirit. And so mm-hmm. um, to get through those, um, I even put off taking my test um, mm-hmm. once, but once I realized how much it was going to cost me to mm-hmm. take that test again, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I knew that I was going to have to get over that fear. <laughs> yeah. We are going to get over that fear right we gotta now. get over that fear. <laughs> So, oh my goodness. That's awesome. <laughs> so it helped a lot. And just the support though that I had because our the group that I um the coaching group that I had, mm-hmm. um, just just having that support and just being mm-hmm. around other people who have um big um big goals and things that they're trying to achieve, mm-hmm. it just um it helps so much. Yeah, it really does. It made such a difference. It does make I- a difference. I'm like so proud of you that you actually, and I would love for you to talk about your process of studying because 
studying for you was not necessarily easy. I mean, I remember (laughs) that, you know, you did. And you, I remember one time, I don't know if we had a scheduled call or I don't know what the context was, but why I called you, but you were sitting in your car and I think one of your kids had some kind of meet or something for school practice. Uh And you were like, I'm studying for my exam. (laughs) (laughs) So you were just like fitting it in. Right. Can you talk a little bit about that? Cause that, that whole process was an accomplishment for you. Oh yeah. You know what? Um, actually I remember too, just, Mm -hmm. I was trying to study and I, um, and I could not get past what I feel like are some limitations for me. So mm-hmm. um, I am dyslexic and mm-hmm. I am, I <laughs> I know I have some type of ADHD. I don't know. Because <laughs> I cannot just sit there and focus. Like that is hard for me. Mm-hmm. And so I literally had to rewrite the mm-hmm. whole textbook that I was studying yeah. and because it's just you know trying to take in information for somebody who has dyslexia is just mm-hmm. it's uh, it's a lot because yeah. you can't just say things to um, someone with dyslexia because you they're taking in information backwards so Mm -hmm. it's very important at least for me anyway Mm -hmm. to visualize what's what I'm learning and so Mm -hmm. and I know too that when I write things I'm more likely to remember it yeah so I did a lot of I did a lot of things that would help me to remember what it was that I was learning mm-hmm. um I made I read it to myself and um recorded it mm-hmm. I wrote the book <laughs> yeah again mm-hmm. <laughs> and I um I I had to purchase a program that would constantly um go over the terms and the meanings and phrases Mm -hmm. and so I had to put a lot of effort into um, what it was I was studying Mm -hmm. but all of that effort um, with all of that effort I passed on the first try so (laughs) so yeah and that does and so after I took when I went in to take my test Mm -hmm. and I passed it um On the first try, both of my tests, Mm -hmm. the instructor said, he said, I'm going to tell you right now, ma'am, this never happens. Uh, And it's so crazy, too, because they have cameras right there at your your computer where you're taking the test because they want to make sure you're not cheating. So Mm -hmm. and he Mm -hmm. literally sat right behind me. So there was no way that (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I could have cheated. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think sometimes whenever we go into tests, we overthink it. Yeah. 
I I decided that when I went in to take that test, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to focus on the stuff that I know. Mm-hmm. And the things that I didn't know, I left those questions for the end or I just took an educated test and moved on. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't going to overstress myself with the things mm-hmm. I wasn't sure of. So wow. I did what I knew. And then mm-hmm. what I didn't do, I took an educated test and called it. <laughs> wow. I'm done. Amazing. What a great yeah. strategy. Yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll never forget. I felt like I'd stopped taking the test myself. I was so beside myself excited. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and on the first try, which yeah. like you said, it's like does not happen often. Like, right. You know, so it was such a huge accomplishment. And like for me, it was like, it was just proof. Like, it's proof to yourself about who you are and what you're really capable of. And I love those kinds of accomplishments because it puts a dent into like the, the, you know, a lot of times we think we know ourselves as a certain way. Oh, I'm this, I'm that. And when you do something that's totally like just out of your box, you can't, you'll always, it, it changes how you see yourself forever. Right. You know, so it's so, so exciting. Can you tell us a little bit about what your journey has been like as you transitioned into realty and some of your like learning lessons? What has life been like? Yeah, I know you've hustled. You were like, (laughs) I set a goal and you made like rookie of the year and you worked it. (laughs) Yeah, you know, so it it took, when I first started real estate, I didn't get my license. So you, so you can't really um, start working until you actually get um, your license from the, or at least how it works here, you can't until you have a license that has been um set up with the um with the realtors commission and so mm-hmm. i didn't get that thing for like <laughs> for for a while it took mm-hmm. me about a while and i didn't actually get my first deal for 6 months wow and um the crazy thing about that is even with the pandemic, I still was able to achieve rookie of the year um, just because I I really liked what I did. And so mm-hmm. it wasn't something like, I mean, it was a struggle at first because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. and what you take on a test is not always what experience is going to teach you and so um so there was a lot of things that I learned in just experiencing it but I mean to be able to help somebody to find a home with the right intentions um it man it just makes you ecstatic and want to do Mm -hmm. more and so um that's kind of what my journey was like and plus I had um I had people in my um, office that helped me out a lot, you know, would give Mm me um, lots of help because they, they're just that kind of office where they want to see you do well. And so they have done well, they've helped um, others do well. And now Mm -hmm. I get to 
hold that torch and help the newbies come in mm, and, <laughs> and that's do awesome. well. And so it's just almost like an honor to be able to help those who come mm. in after me because those who are ahead of me helped me. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. What a great culture there. Yeah, you know? for versus sure. uh, you're on your own. Good luck. Yeah. You know? <laughs> because like, you oh. I'm telling you there are offices that do that they're just mm-hmm. like make it happen go out there yeah <laughs> yeah it's like oh okay thanks I got it I guess I got it <laughs> oh, yeah so it's awesome. been it's been amazing and then just for my kids to also just to see me do something and succeed you know in my heart I hope that means for them that they can Mm -hmm. see a goal that they have and know that they can accomplish it yeah yeah that's huge that's huge Mel what would you say to someone who like you know has really either okay so two things either (laughs) they've really been thinking of starting a business and they just haven't taken action that's the first thing. And then what, what advice would you give to someone who's made the leap? They're like, they're like, okay, I'm doing it. <laughs> and okay, that's where I'm at. I, I committed myself and I have started to get into some action. So what would you say to those two kind of groups of people? Well, I would say first to the person who's thinking about it and hasn't made the leap yet. I'd ask what has you hesitate? Because Mm -hmm. if the only thing that's having you hesitate is fear, Mm -hmm. then you're never going to get over that. Mm -hmm. Fear fear happens. And so once you just take that first step, Mm -hmm. everything is, every um, opportunity is a journey. And it's Mm -hmm. one step at a time. So take the first step. And then when you're done that, take the second step and that's pretty much all that all there is to do mm-hmm. um that's good yeah. yeah and to and also you know failure is part of success so mm-hmm. don't ever feel like failure um makes you a failure mm-hmm. it doesn't mm-hmm. failure makes you better if yeah. you learn from the failure and keep going that's good yeah. yeah, it's how you like what you learn and the wisdom you get, you know, mm-hmm. through what you've what you've, you know, not accomplished or failed. in. Yeah, that's so true. Hey, what would you roll? Because, you know, of course, I'm a huge advocate of coaching. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you know, just can you share your thoughts about the value that, you know, there's lots of resources people can get as they're starting their business. There's online courses and YouTube channels. I mean, there's so many amazing resources nowadays mm-hmm. and coaches and mentors are another resource. What words would you have in terms of the role that coaches and mentors have in the process of starting a business from your experience and wisdom? Um, I would say that um in my experience, because I can only speak from my experience, but um, mm-hmm. coaching allows you to have that extra support mm-hmm. that you're not going to really get anywhere else, right? Mm-hmm. And for yeah. me, what made coaching such a big difference for me is that you don't live in the same state that I live in, so you mm-hmm. know nobody I know. So yeah. I <laughs> 
you've said that to me and there's something about that like she didn't know my people she didn't know yeah yeah and so for me I'm just like I could just feel my guts and know that it's gonna stay here (laughs) totally so any obstacle that I really had I could really Mm -hmm. um say to you without and like Mm -hmm. that I even cared (laughs) yeah (laughs) what was thought about me when I did it but you know I know that I have a loving coach I I I do know that but it was just a place where I felt like I can go and Mm -hmm. I could totally be myself and Mm -hmm. I can totally um just unleash anything Mm -hmm. that I had going on and mm-hmm. I just felt a peace about it. I felt mm-hmm. like um, that it was just my, I guess, my little special place where I could go yep. and and just be exactly who I am and also yep. get support and also uh, get that special attention that I needed by myself mm-hmm. for yeah. me. And it was going to help me to keep going. And so... Yeah. Awesome. And also when you coach with people, like I said, who are, who are having some of the same issues that you are going through the, just the camaraderie and the support is just amazing. And Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. I think it's worth it. It's so worth it. You've actually been able to participate like in free coaching that I've offered, paid coaching in groups and like one-on-one coaching. So you kind of have that rare, not everybody does. Oh, I don't even accept one-on-one coaching very, very rarely (laughs) (laughs) because I love groups so much. I'm like, why would I want to work one-on-one? But I I will do it on occasion. But uh, yeah, they they all have different kinds of um, dynamics. Right. You know, when you're in a group, it's like, hey, we're all in this together. And one of the things that I hear, I think the first thing is, oh, my God, I thought it was the only one. Mm -hmm. There are other people that are in in a struggle. It may not be exactly mine, but there's a lot of similarities. I didn't know that. Yes, that's very true. That's Mm -hmm. very true. And. Um, and it always helps too when somebody asks a question that maybe you hadn't thought of, but it still applies to you. Yes, totally. Mm-hmm. And then definitely the camaraderie and like the support because everybody's cheering you on because people right. really do want you to be successful. Yes. <laughs> yes. And awesome. what's so amazing too is that after coaching, I, you know, I have relationship with these ladies yeah. even after coaching. And so... Yeah. You know, even if it's a phone call or if it's just a message they send me on social media, Mm -hmm. you know, I still feel a connection with them because we went through a journey together. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, Melanie, thank you so much for taking the time. And it was such a pleasure to I can't wait to share this uh, podcast episode. And I, I just really love what you're up to and how you serve because you really serve people in your business with a huge heart. And I can tell, like, I mean, I, that's not my call. Right. So to me, it's like, well, it's just selling houses, you know, (laughs) but to you, it's like, no, like people, they get to live in a place where they're going to, to live and grow and that they feel really 
good about their purchase and the and the the process of what they go through also really matters to you. Yes. So just thanks for being one of those kinds of people that's out there serving people through work, you know, through selling homes and dreams coming true ultimately. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Oh, no yeah. problem. It's what I love to do when I love I love that people will be able to my customers will be able to have memories in the house they wanted, not the yeah. house that I sold them. <laughs> <laughs> Big difference. Yes, yes, yes. The house that they wanted to live in mm-hmm. and they that I know that they're going to make huge memories and great memories for, for a lifetime. So awesome. 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 Now, one more time. How can people find you on Facebook and Instagram? So I'm at Melanie. Uh, Blanchard, um, the real, uh, I'm sorry, Melanie Blanchard Realtor on Facebook and Melanie the Realtor on Instagram. Okay, perfect. Awesome. And then be sure you guys to go to the notes for this podcast and I will post the links and you can follow, follow, follow. Awesome. All right, Ladybug. Well, thank you so much. I'll see you next time. Okay, goodbye. Bye.